Hi everyone, welcome to the Coach and the Casual. I'm a little punk ass casual fan <laughs> and my name is Sean. With me as always is my best looking, most incredible, most intelligent, best fighter, coach and homeboy, anyone. Hold on, there we go. <laughs> I'm reading this. Oh, oh boy, anyone could ever have uh, the one and only coach, a.k.a. the Glock Johnson, a.k.a. Johnny Cool, a.k.a. Johnny Ray Boom Boom, a.k.a. your new stepdad, a.k.a. Johnny Jones. Welcome to the show, everybody. I lost a bet, in case you could not tell, and so I had to read this very humiliating, disgraceful thing, intro into the show. But you know what the cool part is? Now, I'm not going to say what just happened off the air. But how ironic is that? Because yeah. the, 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 your stepdad part, how dope is that, bro? <laughs> I just prophesied it's going down. Me and your mom. Anyway, how's it going, man? It <laughs> is going. You know, okay, after... You, uh, you want to tell the people, you want to remind the people about the bet we made on the air? Yes, yes. For those who uh, did not hear our last episode, uh, me and John... <clears throat> Had some uh, minor discrepancies in uh, who we believed was going to be the dominant fighter and to win the night. I was right, and you were wrong. Is what <laughs> Listen, man, those judges gave DC two rounds, son, and he only had one eye, okay? Two rounds, no, 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 one no, no, eye. No, no, you do the math. He got, no, he got poked <clears> in the eye in the fourth round. No, it was like the, it was like the, the end of the second round. He went three rounds with that eye. Dude, I will pull it up right now. I'm pretty. It was definitely either the end of the second round or the end of the well, third round at the latest. Something up from now on. I'm just gonna pull it up myself too, so I can see if you're lying or not. <laughs> Poked in the eye. I will look this up right now. I remember it quite so, vividly. I mean, if if you don't get it by now, um, DC lost. Um, Stipe beat him by decision. Like I said, that was one of the options. I said it might go to decision. And I said Stipe was going to win. Now, oh, he got poked at the end of the third round. So oh, I thought man. it was the end of the second round, but it was the I end of the third round. So halfway through the fight, man. About almost right. halfway through the fight. So, listen, I give him I give him respect for that, I guess. But he poked the shit out of Stipe's eye in the first two fights. So I don't care. And this he, fight, too. Yeah. <laughs> and he got him in this fight again, man. Yeah. Yeah, so, hey, welcome to the party, pal. I mean... Listen, all right, If you do you want to talk about DC Stipe now, or do you want to go down the card? And Let's do it. We're, we're already here at talking about it, John. Whether we want to or not, right. we're here. So here's the thing, okay? First of all, thank you so much for that beautiful intro. I won fair and You fair, suck. So it's good to see you honor your side of a bet. You anyway. suck. <laughs> anyway, fucking DC... I, okay, all respect. Hats off to Daniel Cormier. Um, and I really do hope that he enjoys retirement and, you know, he's a high school wrestling coach. He's going to still be working with the UFC and Fox. So he's, you know, nobody should feel bad for DC. Um, I, I do think that it was a good fight. I think it was a better fight. I think it was more of a chess match this time than the first two times. Um, and I think that a lot of those questions and a lot of those debates need to get shut down now because Stipe beat him fair and square. You know, the only thing I don't know, man. He only had about, one eye. Come on. Dude, Sean, I'm full of crap. All right? Because, first of all, I, again, I'm not... You, you can't talk to me about the eye poke. 
There were eye pokes left and right, you know, in all the fights. Both guys are guilty. I don't want to hear shit about an eye poke, okay? You're and right. I mean, and DC is one of the worst offenders, especially when it comes to Stipe. He comes at you like a zombie trying to do that, you know, distancing and you know, touch you. So DC you did get a torn it's, retina. Um, yeah. A yeah, torn cornea. Not even retina, a torn cornea. <laughs> Look, turn about is fair play. They, I mean, what comes around goes around sometimes, you know, but I don't feel bad for DC for that. That sucks, and, you know, good you're, to him. You're right. I, I don't feel bad either because he did it to Stipe the first fight, and Stipe yeah. lost that fight. And that's Probably because he that. didn't see that punch coming. And, and then he yeah, poked yeah, him I, again the second gotta, time, still, the second fight. <laughs> yeah, but you got to think about this, man. Cormier was not looking bad. Now, it was, in my opinion, it was a clear win by Stipe, but it doesn't mean that Stipe just spanked him. Like, what I saw was more <laughs> well, of Well, DC a, won two rounds, and uh, uh, DC won two rounds. It was a thing where... where Neither guy got to fully impose his will, but it was still well, a chess match. Well, I, I think, I hear what you're saying, and I think they were both playing very defensively because neither one of them wanted to get knocked out again and go out like that. They well, wanted I to take it to decision. Nobody made any adjustments. It was the same round over and over and over again, except for when Cormier got dropped that one time. Well, no, no, the, uh, the, the first round, DC did it amazing. He, he went for a takedown, and even though he didn't get the takedown, he, ha he got the scramble, and he, he messed with Stipe's head. And then from then on, for the entire rest of the first round, DC just whacked him in the face whenever he wanted to, because Stipe didn't know when DC was leaning in for the dirty boxing punch or whether he was going for the leg. And, and that really messed up Stipe. But at the second round, uh, DC was still doing that a little bit of success, but he didn't go for any more takedowns. And as the, as the, the match went on, uh, Stipe had less and less fear that he was going to try and get wrestled. And so he stopped trying to defend the wrestling game altogether and just defended uh, Daniel's dirty boxing and pushed him up against uh, the fence whenever you know Daniel uh, tried to initiate. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm sorry, but DC, nah, without nah. the wrestling, is not good enough nah. to beat Stipe. He's not. Nah. With, but with, with the wrestling, he was. To, okay, first of all, you tune-changing son of a bitch. Anyway, with respect to what you just said, because you totally changed your tune. You're like, he's not good enough to beat Stipe. Before this fight, you were all up <laughs> no, there. No, and, that, and that's the main reason why I said DC was going to win, is because DC, I thought DC was at least going to do two rounds of wrestling, and he wasn't going to go blind in the fight. And, I thought that people thought and, he was going to use a lot more yeah, wrestling. Well, no, no. I, I knew because I told you. Uh, DC considers himself a dirty boxer. He's not going to wrestle unless your name's mm -hmm. Derek Lewis. But I honestly thought he was at least going to go for two takedowns over the course of two rounds. And it, had he done that, had he just went for one more takedown, even with his busted up eye, he would have had a good chance to win the fight because he would have landed a lot more hits. Listen, here's what I saw. You ready? Because, okay. The first round, I do agree with you that Daniel Cormier looked good. Um, I think that he, uh, I thought he was being smarter in the first round. And I was like, okay, he's setting it up. He's keeping it kind of trying to keep him guessing. And we're just going to see more and more wrestling as time goes on. That did not happen. But what did happen was we got to give respect to Steve Miocic's chin. He ate so many right hands. 
Like that guy ate a lot he, of right hands. He almost and, got dropped on one of them too. Yeah, he he went saying. limp. I can't believe that he never got dropped because there was like the the thing about it, and it, it worked a lot in the first round, and it started to deteriorate because I think DC. When I say that it was the same round over and over again, I don't mean that literally. I mean that both guys had a tactic, had a game plan, and they both stuck directly to it. Did, like DC, like around the, the the end of the second round. I was like, he needs to wrestle, and he never went back to the did, wrestling. He never. Did like, you he hear what his coach was there. telling him? His coach was telling him, "Hey, dude, I don't care when you do it, but during this round, I need to see you go for a takedown. Like, yeah. seriously, and go for the takedown." What did I tell you though? <laughs> DC gets on his own thing, and he starts thinking and doing his own thing, and like he kept on doing that, and it was only successful a little bit. It was kind of successful, but he was doing this like over under thing with Stipe where he would purposely lock up with him and then try to throw that heavy right on the way out. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? You, you remember that? Yeah. And I think he went to the well a few too many times because it started becoming a thing where, like, even I was like, well, here it comes again, over, yeah. under, right hand on the way out. Oh, <laughs> up against the cage, over, under, right hand on the way out. And I think that Stipe and his corner, after a while, I agree with you to a, a point. I think that Stipe and his corner started figuring out, yeah, He's on his bullshit again, and he's going to try to stand with us. He's not going to wrestle. Yeah. So I agree. I mean, at first I was like, Sean, you're stupid. But no, now that I'm saying it, yeah, I guess I see what you're saying. Yeah, I think he did start to feel like, yeah, he's not going to wrestle me. He thinks he can beat me. So fuck him. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I see that. The other thing, though, man, is Stipe, he needs better as much as I like Stipe. You know, the man won fair and square, and you got to give him all his respect. But now he needs to go somewhere and drill footwork and head movement. Because, like I said, he ate so many right hands, and he didn't even need to eat those. Like, if he would have been moving his hand <laughs> and ducking and pivoting out of the way, yeah. DC would have been swinging at air. But man. that's what DC shines, is in that close range, like uh, dirty boxing range. I mean, but it's really hard to avoid his hits. Okay, but here, the thing is, though, if you know that what's coming, like, it doesn't matter how good my technique is. If you know my technique is about to come at you, you're going to get out of the way. It doesn't matter how nice my car is. If you know I'm going to hit you with it, you're going to get out of the way before I run Not if I'm trying to get a hit in there first before it goes down and I stay a little bit too long. But that's what I'm saying. We just got done saying him and his corner already saw, like, this is their tactic. This is their game yep. plan. So when next time he does that, do this. Like, there was none of that. Like, if I was – and I'm not trying to, like, take – all respect to Steve Bay in his corner. All I'm saying is, like, if I was his coach, if I was the head coach, I'd be like, okay, he's going to do that shit again. This time, pivot out and do this and see what happens. You know what I'm saying? But <clears throat> both guys were feeling like they were they were doing their thing. They were both feeling like, okay, I'm on a good path, so let me stick with it. There were no adjustments or deviations made that hey, I saw. Let me ask you a question. <clears throat> what the actual hell is up with DC and Yol Yomero being like world-class wrestlers like for the, the olympics best, the best, and and, and they, they refuse to wrestle <clears throat> i don't know a lot of people i mean maybe it's like that thing where the drummer wants to be the lead singer where these guys know they're so good at wrestling but they want to be looked at as the guys who have those hands as the guys who can knock you out you know what i'm saying now are we is this a personal uh, reference are we talking about your uh, band history <laughs> no because i'm fucking excellent at both anyway um <laughs> anyhow the thing is though i really don't know like yoel romero frustrates me to no end that man is a beast 
And Daniel Cormier, when it comes to the wrestling, Daniel, you can't fuck with Daniel Cormier's <laughs> wrestling. And he won't use it. Like, that's why I get annoyed with I him. I know. Because... I, he's trying to be styly and trying to be like, you know, oh, look at my striking. Man, get in there and win the fight. Yeah. You could have retired the champ look, and you were there trying to strike with Stipe. You could have wrestled him for five Dude, rounds and, and demolished him. Look at Triple C, all right? Triple cringe, all right? You actually call him Triple C. I'm not, I'm not saying <laughs> that, you know, he's the greatest fighter ever, but I will say this. He is a double champ. And he has crushed everyone that has been pit before him ever since he beat, uh, um, who was the uh, champion? DJ. DJ. Yeah, DJ, DJ. Um, <clears throat> he has crushed everybody since he beat him. He's been on a, a he, he can't lose. And it's all I, because he throws I his really wrestling like, at them. I really feel like DJ just was over it. I, he didn't seem like the same guy, but I do have to give props to Cejudo. He goes in there and he just wrestles the shit out of people. He's like, well, this is what I'm good at. Yeah, and it's the most... The the way the rules are designed for the UFC and the Octagon, I honestly feel wrestling... If if you're going to be a one-trick pony and you're only going to do one thing and that's it because you don't have the time or the willpower, whatever, you're only going to do one style, it's absolutely got to be wrestling if you want to be competitive. It's got to be. It's just the most overpowered. It's, it's the most useful style you can use in that rule set. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know, man. I, I feel like the way the way this fight went, <clears throat> I, I think that um, I, I just feel like in terms of wrestling and striking, Daniel Cormier, like, I, I honestly don't feel bad for the guy. I don't, because I really do think he stood a better chance with wrestling. It wasn't like he didn't have other tools. He had a whole toolbox full of stuff he didn't use. I just feel like I got suckered by him, because even I knew. I knew it. He's not going to wrestle, but he said he's going to wrestle, and I knew he has to wrestle to win this fight. He's not going to box Stipe and win. And that's exactly what happened. (laughs) Yeah. And, and he, he and I just thought there's no way, there's no way he's not gonna at least wrestle him a little bit, and a little bit's all he needs. But nope, he really one takedown, that's it. One takedown attempt, the whole match, that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And he almost got it too. I mean, he he Stipe had to scramble his butt off to not get like oh, yeah. uh, mounted there. Oh yeah, and I mean the thing is. Like, Daniel Cormier is a pro at that. Grab the single leg and pitch the guy up in the air, dump him on his head, you know? He he only tried it one time. And, I mean, it's... I just don't understand it, but we could talk about it all day. The, the other part of this fight was that Daniel Cormier got knocked down, and he was saved by the bell, in my opinion. Oh, he yeah, had, man, where he, he was grabbing on for life. But then he again, you could say go. that was his strategy because he knew the bell was going to go Sean, off in the next five Sean, seconds. Sean, <clears throat> you sound stupid, man. Come on. His strategy was to get knocked down right before... Why would your strategy ever involve no, no, knocked no. down? No, no, no. But what I'm saying, when he did get knocked down, he knew the bell was like seconds away. So he, he was just trying to hang on for the bell. He knew the bell was coming. I disagree. <laughs> I don't know. He might have known that it was almost time. Like, I think he probably had looked at the clock, you know. He, everybody looks at the clock. So he might have known it was time. But when he got dropped, he was dropped. He wasn't out. But Stipe was still punches. Yeah, he was yeah. rocked. And, and the, the, the referee almost stopped the so, fight. 
Yeah, if, if that's what I'm saying. If it hadn't been for the buzzer, Cormier would have lost in that round. Like but, if he if he had ten more seconds in that round, the referee would have stopped the fight. Definitely. I think maybe I think three to five more seconds because Stipe was selling the punches. Whether they really hurt or not, he was selling it. And Herb Dean's been under so much scrutiny lately about being Herb to the death, Dean. <laughs> Well, it so, wasn't it wasn't Herb Dean though that was refereeing that fight. It was Mark Goddard. Yeah, it? yeah, I think it was Mark yeah. Goddard. You didn't get poked in the eye. Yeah, man. He, he got punched. He stabbed. didn't even see the, the eye poke, man. It's like, come on, look at his eye, dude. His eyelid was almost ripped apart. You know, you don't think he got poked in the eye? His eye was hanging out of his face, and he said, "You didn't get poked. You got punched." Yeah. <laughs> Why are you playing? Oh, DC man, always playing. Awesome. <laughs> But yeah, dude, congrats to Stipe, man. That was fair and square. He got him. It was grueling, but he got him. And I think we got to admit, I mean, as close as DC came and as good of a run as he gave him for his money, it's undeniable at this point. Stipe is the best, most dominant uh, heavyweight champion ever. Yeah. Ever. And that's that's what I'm saying. Like, who wants it? Come get some. John Jones wants some. Exactly. As soon as the winner is I know you hear about this. Stuff started to move around again as soon as the winner was determined, and I knew that was going to happen because he's been talking about doing that. He's been talking about not being happy with the paycheck, and him and Dana White and, been, and UFC been going back and forth. As well, soon as I saw Here's that, what I think he should do. I think uh, John, because Dana White already said he's going to give uh, uh, you know um, Naganu. He's going to give Naganu the title fight first, and then he's going to give John Jones. So we're looking at a year, all right, until because Stipe, first of all, Stipe is probably going to take the next three months off. He's just he even said he's going to drink a bunch of beer and just chill out at his you know firehouse. <laughs> <clears throat> so the Naganu fight's not happening for at least probably eight months from now, and then when he's going to probably take some more time off, it's going to be at least a year until John Jones gets in there. But what John Jones can do is Izzy, Izzy wants to fight John Jones more than anything. Why would John Jones fight Israel Adesanya? Because the the timing works out. He can Why? do it. What's the benefit? Uh, the benefit is first of all, he could be the first true triple champ, all right? The champ champ champ. He could win it. He could have the the championship and light heavyweight. He could have it down at uh what's was uh Israel Adesanya? That's not middleweight, is it? What is it? Um, yeah, I think it is middleweight. <laughs> okay, middleweight. And then he could go up uh, afterwards and, uh, you know, go to heavyweight. He could be the first true triple champ and probably the only one the, the sport's ever going to have for a very long time. John Jones is the only one who's got a realistic chance. And probably you can argue the odds are in his favor of pulling it off. Because yeah, Izzy's not going to... That's like real fantasy stuff, though, man. Because, I mean, look at the timeline here. John Jones used to be Israel Adesanya, all right? Israel Adesanya is now Israel Adesanya. He's not going to win. People keep on wanting to see John Jones do all this different stuff because they're ready to see him lose. If John Jones moves up to heavyweight, that makes sense because, okay, fine, you cleaned out the division like twice. You may as well move up to heavyweight if you're going to keep fighting. And here we go. Everybody wants to see what's going to happen. Fine. Okay. Yeah, but to John prove Jones, his spot is up, the go. Hold up, John Jones fighting Israel Adesanya doesn't make any sense. You're gonna have to go down a couple weight classes, or you know, meet in the middle somewhere. All right, and then you're gonna have to you're gonna have to go through that. You're gonna have to go through the camp, 
You're going to have to go through this fight with this young buck. No matter how badass John Jones still is, Israel Adesanya is a kid with the world on his mind, all right? He is a world beater right now. But here's the thing. They both like, have high like, IQs, but John Jones has a higher fight IQ because of his experience and who he's dude, fought in. It would be like some it would be like uh uh it would be like John Jones fighting himself, but young John Jones fighting old John Jones. And and twenty pounds lighter too. That's what I don't think John Jones would win that fight. And I I, I honestly this is speculation but I don't think he thinks he would win that fight. You know, maybe he does, but I think it's smart of him to stay away from that anyways. Just And he's got the upper hand. He's got the A-side mentality. It's like, man, I got bigger fish to fry. You're down there, I'm up here. You're, you're the king over there, do your thing, kid. I'm over here. You boys have fun, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, but he doesn't have to worry about it. So what's John Jones going to do then? Is he just going to wait it out for the next year and a half until he's going to get to fight Stipe? I mean... Why not? He's a hot commodity right now. He can take that year and be on Twitter and be on social media and be on wherever and stoke Look, the fire. And how, it, dude, how old is John MMA, Jones now? With MMA, things change every day. How many years? How many years uh, does John Jones have left until we start saying he's over the hill past his prime? How many? Not I many. He is now. Not I many. John Jones has passed his prime right now. And he very he's well may be. Let's take a look. Let's see. How old is John Jones? Uh, John He's younger Jones. than me. Oh, man. <clears throat> of course, the UFC doesn't tell you anything about the champions. Okay. He's 33 years old. Wow. <clears throat> that is so young. My Lord. He does. So he's got at least a solid five years. And so he's... Um, he can chill. He can take some time and chill. He's still going to be making money. He said he's still going to be training and lifting and everything. So he's gonna. He needs that time to put the weight on anyway. Is, or I mean, have you seen his legs? Why not? I know he's got chicken legs. Every John Jones I know does. But um, Your mom. <laughs> she doesn't like him either. But yeah, um, my my point is, it just makes sense for John Jones. Not only it, does it make sense for him because he's not going to get to fight anyone worth fighting at heavyweight uh, for like That's at least saying. a solid year. What, but dude, he could Nagano? be the first triple. Nagano is going to fight Stipe. John Jones could be the first triple champ, dude. The first legit triple champ. <laughs> Who cares? Uh... Who cares about stepping outside of your... If that's something you want to do, that's fine. But it shouldn't be something to be aspired to. No, because then, extra. then he cements his legacy as the greatest... The, the no, GOAT. Not a GOAT. Have, the GOAT. You do that when the time presents itself. I don't think it should be a goal. Like, okay, like in John Jones's situation right now. He's stepping up to heavyweight because he literally cleaned out the division. There's no one for him to fight. So, okay, fine, You're right. go to heavyweight. Now, if you go to heavyweight and you start kicking everybody's ass and next thing you know, there's no one for you to fight. Then be calling, all right, Izzy, what's good, you little punk? Let me get your back, I think, too. You know what I'm saying? I think, well, first of all, it's going to be really hard for John Jones to lose 40 pounds and drop down and fight Izzy competitively. Right now, he's only going to lose 20 That's pounds. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so he and can lose, he can lose the 20 reason. pounds now and then slack off and gain 40 pounds, you know, working out and stuff. He can do that. I don't know. I agree with what. And, and here's what I gotta say. A certain level, and you're only fighting for belts. If you're not gonna fight for a belt, what's the point? Here's what I also want to say too. 
I I wholeheartedly believe John Jones has much better odds at beating Izzy at, at middleweight than he does anyone else at, at, uh, at heavyweight. Heavyweight is a different beast, Why? and John Jones has to pack on a lot of weight, and we don't know how it's going to affect his fight game. But why do you think he could beat Israel Adesanya? <laughs> like, what makes you think he can? Because you, if you're talking about past performances, that's not really fair, and it's unrealistic. What right now makes you think he could beat Israel Adesanya right now? Well, because uh, John Jones is harder to hit than Israel, and he hits harder. But Israel, I do believe, has better striking than John Jones, aside from those two things. But, I mean, John Jones just has too many advantages over Isaniana. I think that John Jones' fight IQ would be higher. His experience is higher. A little higher. bit. I don't, Notice I will think, be higher, but I, not I that much. Israel's like second highest. Said. I, I disagree with what you said as far as John Jones being hard to hit. John Jones is mad hittable, and I think Adesanya is faster and more accurate. But the thing is, Adesanya is an accumulation fighter. Because he's just, his punches are pepper punches. John Jones will fucking punch you <laughs> fucking the fuck well, out. That's like, what I used to believe. Adesanya will have to catch you to put your lights out. I, he's, not a, he's not as powerful. I used to believe that Isanyana also was was like a Kobe Covington type fighter. Where he would just like whip out those punches. And yeah, they would hurt, but they would they would add up over a while for the pain. Not each day. But then, but I noticed that is his uh, uh, takedown defense. Is his punching. And when people come at them and try to take him down, that's the only thing he's got. Is he he's slippery and he just drills them as hard as he can in the face and he knocks people out when they do that. Like he I've seen him knock like two people out just from them rushing in trying to take him down, not respecting his punches. And not thinking serious. he couldn't knock them out. And he did. <laughs> dude, we gotta pause this, dude. I gotta go and check on the dog, okay? Alright, alright, alright. And it's pause. All right, I think we are live again. So, and also, 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 speaking of the heavyweight, the <laughs> whole thing, okay, heavyweight, light heavyweight, what have you, it gets more interesting. You Did you hear what happened today? No, what happened? Well, I probably heard, Rumble, but... Rumble Johnson just re-entered the USADA testing. Yeah, for light heavyweight. Well, I mean, but Rumble Johnson kind of got forced out anyways, you know? Yeah, but he, <laughs> he it was, it was kind of weird when he retired. And I don't think he's going to come back and shake anything up. But I think he can, if he pushes a narrative or, you know, starts talking some crap to somebody, I believe that he can get some hype around him and get some superstar going on. <laughs> well, Johnson I, used to be a name, and people are going to be jazzed on yeah, him. Yeah. I, I totally believe that Rumble Johnson can compete with uh, Jan, and he can compete with Dominic, and he can compete with Thiago. He can totally, you know, beat any of those guys any given day, and they also are good enough that they could beat him. It just comes down to who wants yeah, it more. it's a cool addition, at least. I'm not saying he should come in and get a title shot or anything. I think it's a cool addition. Yeah. Like, to have him back in the rankings, you know what I'm saying? Here's be, what, it's gonna be, I think it'll be fun. Here's what I don't understand. John Jones, oh, hold on. When was the last time John Jones fought? Was it Dominic Reyes? Was that the last person he fought? Yeah, yeah. How, how long ago was that? Was that a year ago? Maybe almost <laughs> a year. I don't think it was quite a year. I'm just wondering yeah. why John Jones vacated his title. That doesn't make any sense to me. Why, If you haven't because fought in a why? year... Because why not? 
Because he can just uh, pick an easy person just to keep his title. I mean, just to but keep you, it going. Do you, think, do you think? Do you think that he he said, "Okay, I'm going to vacate my title," and the UFC said, "Okay, what do you want to do now?" And then he said, "I want to be heavyweight." No, this was all thought out. This has been an ongoing process. Like, don't believe all the headlines and the news stories that say the negotiations this and that. The negotiations have been ongoing, and this is what happened. Yeah, but I mean, Dana never made anybody else vacate the belt to, to go up or down to challenge somebody. No. He, <laughs> he, he didn't for Triple C. He didn't uh, for, um, who else? Uh, Conor McGregor. Uh, who else? He didn't for DC. Yes, he did, Sean. <laughs> no, he never made them vacate their belt. He made Conor McGregor give up one of those belts. Yeah, because he didn't fight for a year. And right. But that, but that's not because when he was going up or down. That's what I'm saying. If John Jones didn't have to vacate, he give away the belt. DC lied on Twitter and said he it was his choice, but it wasn't. Yeah, but DC was a, officially a double champ. He got both them belts, you know, and one they were both uh, valid belts at the time. Granny, he vacated as soon as John Jones went back into the, um, you know, came back from Usada. Because DC yeah. knew he wasn't going to beat John Jones, so he gave yeah, up. Yeah, he's a punk. <laughs> but look, man, I, like it's neither here nor there. Uh, the, my thing is, if you're not going to get in there and try to aspire to win the title, then what are you doing? And so that breaks down to stuff like what John Jones is doing. I, I do feel like this, this, this outcome, as far as him moving up to heavyweight and vacating the title... I think that it would because look at what else happened. As look, soon as that happened, I'm right there uh, with you. Reyes and uh, Jan Blachowicz are fighting now. <laughs> I, I, I'm right there with you, except for one slight difference uh, that I think makes a world of difference. We're talking about John motherfucking Bones Jones, son. He, you can't say that dude has dodged. He hasn't dodged anybody. He ran through the entire uh, 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 light heavyweight division like three times. I never said he's dodging anybody. <laughs> What are you talking about? Yeah, so what, what I'm saying is you're like, well, if he's not trying to, you know, uh, push the boundaries or push the envelope of what it means to have the belt and why even have it, dude, he's already done it. He's already done it multiple times yeah, Sean, over and over I'm and over. The same thing. <clears throat> I'm saying why not go ahead and leave the division? He's cleaned it out. If you're not going to be fighting for a, a, a title, then just go ahead and do something else. And he already has the title, <laughs> so him moving to heavyweight to try to conquer that makes sense but he won't be a double champ though whatever okay so let's say let's say it was you and you're the you're already the king in one weight division right you're already the champ and you're a successful champ you're i would go for the triple athlete. champ i would go for triple champ but that's the thing listen let's say you tried that and it didn't work out but then you just changed weight classes and it did work out so you eventually won the belt in the other weight class you just weren't the triple or double champ that means less to you? It doesn't count at all. It means nothing. Dude, it doesn't mean anything. Just <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Come on, dude. If you can't take the picture, the photo op, you know, when they show the picture and you have a, a, the belt, one on each shoulder, and then one, you know, wrapped around your forehead because you're triple C, you know, I mean, I'm just saying, you know? <laughs> hey, man, do you live like on a main road or something? I do, actually. Jeez. San Francisco always, is uh, brutal, man. It's a brutal place. I'm always hearing cars and shit. 
So, okay, listen, man. Um, getting away from heavyweight a little bit because I want to make sure we talk everything. Actually, no, let's just go yeah, ahead. Well, let's, let's do the final fight in the main card. Let's, let's wrap up heavyweight with yeah. a really quick Junior Dos, Dos Santos. Junior Dos Santos. Um, and, well, hold on. Let's talk about Sean O'Malley real quick first. So, hold on, wait. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, all right. Because then we'll have all the heavyweights out of the way. Okay, okay. All right, fine. <laughs> What do you think? Let me let me let me throw some numbers at you, and let me just think what you think about this. Okay. Junior Dos his Santos. Mustache, his mustache uh, got KO'd in the first round. It did, man. He he went out like the uh, <laughs> the 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 level one dude on Mike Tyson's Punch Out, man. Just boom, Flash. out cold, wow. one punch. <clears throat> All right, so Junior Dos Santos, uh, guaranteed money. He made four hundred thousand dollars. Plus a one hundred thousand dollar bonus, plus a twenty thousand dollar promotional bonus, uh, equivalent out to a grand total of five hundred and twenty thousand dollars to get knocked out by Rosenstrike. <coughs> Rosenstrike, who did the knocking out, made eighty eighty five thousand dollars, and that includes his bonus, his promotional bonus. Well, because Dos Santos is a name, he probably negotiated that. <laughs> Look, man, I'm just saying. Dos Santos is a former champion. It doesn't matter, man. He got knocked matter. out cold. You just read to me that it does matter. <clears throat> it matters to Dana White. I don't think it should. I think what should matter is who wins the fight. I think it should be like, okay. That's not the way it works. Rosenstrike is a new guy, and he's doing his thing, but he's coming off a loss. Yeah, but he, he's also still the number four ranked guy. In fact, he's probably higher up uh, when they update the rankings because I think right now he's uh, he was the four, but he they haven't updated he it. He has not yet reached that tier to where he can control those kind of numbers, though, man. you got to earn that. It's true. And once you earn it, look at <clears throat> Dos Santos. Once you earn it, you keep it. No, my bad. He, Dos Santos isn't yeah. killing anything lately. He was the number six guy. Now he's the number four. So this yeah. guy... He he's higher than Derek Lewis, and we yeah. we can't we can't pay him uh, at least you know the majority of the money when he wins a fight. Come on, man. I think that his next fight, his numbers will be significantly bigger. But he could have just lost this fight. He's coming off a loss. Well, Listen, I mean, if, if he's got a manager, I'm sure. Strike, look at this knockout. Look at the knockout that he got off Dos Santos. Did you see it? Like, have you slow mode it yet? Have you watched it for real? Be honest. <laughs> yeah, no, I watched it. He he uh he pressured he him and Dos Santos out, and he, he pressured him up against the fence, and Dos Santos was trying to get out of the way. He he caught him flush because Dos Santos's technique was bad. If Dos Santos had his hands up and was moving and moving his head, I don't think Rosenstrike would have put him to sleep. He might have still wow. hit him. You could he say that about every knockout, John. No, that's not true. Listen, man, if you back that up and look at it, watch when he got knocked out. Dos Santos had his hands up, like, get away, like, trying to push him away. And his, his head was wide open on all sides. Rosenstrike <laughs> reached around, bam, it was over. So all I'm saying, I'm not trying to take anything away from Rosenstrike. I'm saying that he's not this ball of technique and power all rolled into one. He's powerful. He needs to work his way up. He's still green, and he doesn't deserve those kind of numbers yet. You're, like, way too nice. I am a nice guy because I believe people should be rewarded when they do incredible things like knock out Junior Dos Santos. Junior Dos Santos? Look up Junior Dos Santos' last couple <coughs> fights. 
Hey, he you're, was going to be dishing out a lot of money. He was the number five ranked guy, man. He was the number you're five be ranked guy. Out a lot of cash. <laughs> I'm may, I, I'm just saying I don't think Junior DeSantos is worth that much money, dude. I don't think he's worth the uh, five hundred and fifty thousand dollars a fight when he loses. Maybe, maybe hard, maybe if he won, I would pay him that much. Hard, maybe, but, but he made more than Daniel how you, Cormier. How do you know he's even trying to get the belt? He might be on his way out. You don't know how many fights are left on his contract. He might be trying to pad his retirement. Well, then he needs to go and sell some Wheaties or uh, CBD oil. That's what all the fighters sell. That's like the Wheaties contract yeah, is CBD oil. Business, <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. But, yeah, dude. Okay, so, all right, to hell with that. Let's go ahead and talk Sean about Sean O'Malley and Marlon Vera. Dude, I am so disappointed in this fight. Like, Chito, I, dude, Chito knocked that dude out. I don't care what nobody says. People are taking him away from... He Chico didn't knock because, him out. No, no, see, and here you sound like a freaking fan. Listen, man, here's what happened, all right? Now, O'Malley looked good. I'm not going to lie. He looked good. Until he, he just, like, like, collapsed under the own weight on his, uh, his leg. He looked, he looked good. He was in shape. And he was, you know, the feints were looking good. The pivots were looking good. Him and Vera were both looking on point. The thing is, those calf kicks, bro. A lot of people think O'Malley rolled his ankle or this and that. There it was the calf nerve. kick. There is a nerve in your leg. And people, people, the calf kick is so underrated because when you place it, and it's so much easier to do than an inside leg. It is kick. because it's a, you, you don't have to move your leg as far and you don't need yeah. to hit as hard either. So it's a lot leg. easier to it's damage with. Lazy and it'll still do damage. And that's <laughs> the thing. It does accumulation damage and it does later damage. Like, like, like what you saw. If you back that fight up, and you watch the calf kicks and then time that to when O'Malley's ankle goes out, that nerve, that nerve, he had pins and needles all through his lower leg because of those calf kicks, and it came on just a little bit after the kick did. So you, he tries to move, and, and you saw he never recovered. He was sliding his leg because it just keeps coming after that nerve. I'm just shit. saying, dude, he went out like a chump in the first round. In How fact, you call him a chump? What do you mean? What do you mean? He couldn't move when he went down. Cheeto was fresh, and Cheeto had all his tools, all right? And Cheeto is a badass motherfucker. Yes, I saw. He was fighting good, and Sean O'Malley's fighting good, too, until that calf kick just totally destroyed him. Well, when he went down, Cheeto, went, Cheeto jumped on him, and this is when the, my debate with most people is. They want to say that O'Malley only lost because of the, uh, the ankle thing. O'Malley lost when the ref waved it off after Cheeto elbowed him two times in his face. It had nothing to do with his ankle. Yeah, because right? O'Malley, O'Malley had no base. He had nothing he could. To, there was no way he was getting under, uh, away from from uh, Cheeto. There was no and way. He went out. <laughs> Even the ref said he went out. His head hit the uh, mat and he, got, he came right back. But Cheeto knocked him unconscious. I don't think he got knocked unconscious. Let's see that fight care. again. <clears throat> I don't care. I don't care. It's like that's that's. I mean, I watched it fair and square, dude. That's what happened. You can hear that shit when he hit it. Like, and you see O'Malley's Listen, head go back. here's my thing, right? I have only seen one fighter quit a fight from a calf kick. Every other fighter that has been kicked in the calf has at least, even though it might have totally destroyed their leg, at least they didn't give up on the fight. You know, at least they didn't just willy-nilly drop to the guard. 
He dropped to the guard, man. He dropped to the guard. He didn't even. He knew he couldn't even try and stand anymore. Sean, Sean, listen, because you sound dumb. He couldn't stand up, so he tried to do what he could, which is okay. Maybe I'll fight him on the ground. <laughs> when he did that, he, he had no shot. Here's what I'm but saying. He, he could have stand up had he uh, had a little bit of more uh, toughness. Had he rubbed some dirt on there oh and God, hydrate it, man. like we do in the oh. army. Wow. And uh, I'm saying, man, he 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 could have kept on fighting. It's a fist fight. I, I agree with Ben Asker on John. this. It's a fist John. fight. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna be uncomfortable. You can't give up when you're in discomfort, or you're he never gonna win. Up. He couldn't. <clears throat> My God, dude. I, see, okay, listen, man. I really, I, I feel like you just have no idea, bro, because the guy didn't give up. I don't even like. Sean. Oh, I know, I dude. Gotta, I know. I Cap kicks are no joke. Calf kicks are the most underrated weapon ever, and people didn't even start doing them until just a couple of years ago. And, That's and how old calf comes, kicks are. Comes on top of him, elbowing him in the face. That's when the fight ended, not when he went down, not when his ankle went out. He didn't give up. You can't say that about the guy. I mean, again, I'm not a fan, but that's just I'm not sorry, a... but I, I saw the look in his eyes. I knew it. The no, second, the second he couldn't get... He, you're gonna tell me you didn't see him get knocked out, but you saw the look in his eyes, though. I Shut saw, up. I saw the look in his eye, dude. He gave up, man. Oh the the second oh. he tried to take that step and his leg just wasn't there, he was like, "That's it. This fight's oh, over. Okay. I'm, I'm as good as done. I'm done." He was okay. So that moment for me was when um he he had stood back up after his ankle went out the first time, right? He had stood up and he was like sliding like up against the cage, trying to drag his leg like behind him. And you could look at his face, and he just looks like, oh, man. Like, you know, it, it looks like he knows, like, okay, shit. And, and let me ask you this. Let me ask you a question. When was the last fighter that you've seen wheeled off on a stretcher? That was so dramatic. That was a little bit more. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. They didn't need a stretcher to get him out of the octagon. His team came and got him, and he limped out. He could have just limped the hell out of the arena. That it was like 30 cool. feet. It was 30 was feet ridiculous. until the the, yeah. the room, man. You can't you can't I limp 30 feet. I, I, I don't know why they chose to do that, and I don't. Because he, he gave up. He gave Dude, up. Why did he let put him on a gurney though? He looked like such a little punk. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but that was weak. And then it looks. I swear, it looked like he was crying too, like from the injury, like he was holding his leg, like oh, <laughs> it hurt so bad. He was screaming in the octagon. When they, when like, when like he was down on the ground after they announced him like not the winner, he was on the, on his face like screaming like yeah, ah. yeah, yeah. I mean he was he was crying, but that's what I'm saying, man. I'm sorry. All, all I'm saying is if that was me that ate that leg kick, that calf kick, I'm not saying I wouldn't have lost. I'm just saying two things. A, I sure as hell wouldn't have been wheeled off the octagon on a stretcher. And B, I would have lasted more than the first round. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. I wouldn't have gone out that quick. You didn't quickly. have Marlon Vera on top of you, elbowing you to hell. So, hey, man, you know, I'll, I'll throw the calf kick right back. Hey, good good on you, man. How does it feel? Calf kick and shit doesn't work, man. Uh, whatever, bro. I hope you get into a fight with a UFC guy someday, and I hope I'm there. And I'll cheer for you. It'll be dope. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what, John? I'm going to be back in Tampa for uh let's do this let's make a show bet another show bet my son i'm gonna be back in tampa for xmas which is gonna be in a few months how about we get a little sparring match going together man what 
The Sean John. A little spar match. Spar. You don't want to spar. I would destroy no. you. I would, I would teach you. I would teach you things, man. Things that you didn't even know were possible in the octagon. Wait, you think you could? So wait, like with martial arts, you want to spar with me? In, 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 no, you UFC rules, bro. UFC rules, man. Let's let's <laughs> do, do an expedition, an expedi, expedi, You know the word I'm trying to say. You don't want that, bro. Like, oh, I, I want that, John. I don't be scared, John. If you're scared, you can tell all of our listeners right now that you are scared of me. I'm flexing right now. If you guys can't uh, hear it on the on the uh, the microphone, and John Jones is his eyes just drop, man. He's he's worried. That sort of thing. We've been friends for like how long? I don't want to do that to our friendship, bro. Like seriously, because. You would get washed early. I can't believe you even said dude, that. Dude, I... Oh, come on, John. You know how many black belts I have? Come on, no, dude. You think you're just going to wash through me, son? Please. I I am not... First of all, I, I'm past my prime, so I'm not going to I'm not gonna pretend like I'm the world's greatest octagon fighter anymore. I'm not. I'm too old for that. It's almost midnight. I get out of here anyways. We'll we'll discuss this later, man. This is this no, is uh. Sean. <laughs> if you're scared, you you heard it first, folks. I tried. John was scared. Okay, folks, you heard it here first. He's my buddy, and I don't want to choke him out. Like I don't want to have to strangle you. Please. You when I was in basic training, I got choked out on a daily basis. All right. Uh, that was how the drill sergeant said hi to I us in the morning. Out. It was choke us out. Fun. I'm not worried about it. It's, it's <laughs> not fun. It's not cool. It sucks. I know, I'll definitely choke you out. I'll tell you that right now. What? What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that that or I've been working on this uh, on this finger lock where I take your finger and I grab it. Better than mine. You think you could beat me on the ground with a finger lock? Yeah, easily. Oh, yeah, shut up, Sean. Oh my God, you're ridiculous, bro. I, I know for a fact that if we both uh, wrestle, I'm the one with wrestling experience. I'm not the one going out wrestling. As long as I got a gas in my gas tank, you ain't beating me at wrestling, son. Ain't gonna happen. Listen, I'm not gonna need to beat you at wrestling because <laughs> I'm gonna punch you in the face, and then I'm gonna kick you in your chest. Good then, luck. Because first of all, yeah. let me tell you what I'm gonna do. First, I'm gonna start off. I'm gonna start off uh, uh, movie tying you just to show you my stand-up game. And then when you think that that's how the fight's going to go, then I'm going to just tackle you. And I'm going to grab you, and I ain't going to let go. And then it's going to be ground and pound. Let me ask you this. Fine. What belt you have in Muay Thai? Muay Thai, I'm self-trained in. I don't have a belt in Muay Thai, but I am self-trained in Muay Thai. What's the highest belt in Muay Thai? Uh, you know what, man? I've never gotten the uh, the ability to yeah, uh, formally be trained in Muay Thai, so I don't have a belt in Muay, in Muay Thai. But, <laughs> but I do have a belt. I do have a I do have a black belt in IS. I yes, yes, I do have a black belt in ISTF Taekwondo, USTF Taekwondo. I got I got like a uh, the 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 belt right below a black belt for Aishinru Karate. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, I was a level two combatives for um, 
for uh, Gracie Jiu Jitsu. I'm undefeated in wrestling in high school. Son, I don't know who you think you're messing with, but you are going to go down, man. You are not going to like how it ends. <clears throat> Listen, man, I don't need to, like, rattle off my record to you because I... Because it I, would sound bad compared to mine. I know. I get it. Sean, <laughs> you sound like a dork. Like, I, you and I can't fight because you're my friend and I would hurt you. And, like, it would be... Like, I, even in sparring, I would hurt you and it would not be cool. And I... I I don't think that's how it would go at all. Listen, why are we still... I think I would Sean O'Malley you. I would Sean O'Malley you. That's all I'm going to say. down and I'd kick you in your face. Like, that's what would happen. Dude, all right. So, anyways, that was the only few interesting fights on the card as far as I'm concerned. You got anything else or are we clipping it? Because it's almost 12. Well, we can just go over this uh, fight night real quick. Uh, there's really no one on here except for uh, OSP. When is it? Uh, this is uh, coming up August 22nd, so this is uh, this uh, this Saturday. Oh, okay, okay. We got Frankie Edgar versus Pedro Munoz is the uh, main event, and the co-main event is Ovid St. Peru versus Alonzo Manafield. I don't know who Alonzo Manifield is, but St. Peru, I didn't even know he was still fighting. Yeah, he really hasn't beaten anyone. I, I know he had a lot yeah, of hype because he was like a good athlete, but... he was There was hype behind him back in the day, but he went on a really bad <laughs> losing streak for a while. Yeah, he's 24-14 on his record. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's not much better than 50-50 win rate. Um, but still, you know, I mean, it's a tough division. I mean, it's a fight night. You never know. You know, there's sleeper fights. I don't know anything about anybody on this card. I'm looking at it, too. I don't know anybody on the card except for uh, St. Prue. Who else we got? Hold on. Uh, Frankie Edgar's on there. I know Frankie yeah, Edgar. Yeah, Frankie Edgar, yeah. <coughs> Which, I don't know. He's fighting uh, Pedro Munoz? Yeah. That's pretty dope. I mean, I'm sure it'll be a decent uh, fight, but it's yeah. this is this is what it is. It's a fight night uh, fight card. You're not gonna have any great legendary bout going down on this, you know. But hang I on. mean, hang on, hang on, hang on, because I just want to make sure there's nobody I know on here for real. Let me pull this up and make it bigger. Hold on. We got okay, Saint Prue. Uh, yep, don't know those guys. Um. Hold on a second. Dude, are there no prelims? Is this like really... Oh, wait. Here we go. Hold on. There's a woman's flyweight. We have Maria. I don't... Yep, I don't know anybody on here except for those three people. <coughs> those two people. Uh, Maria yeah. Agapova sounds uh, very familiar. Agapova. I heard... I've seen her fight before. I don't know where. I don't know who she is. I'm not sure if it was in the UFC, but I know I've definitely seen her before. She's uh, she's not too bad. True. Uh, Frankie Edgar, he's all right. Um, OSP, he's eh, I don't know. I mean, going against who he's going, he'll probably win, but eh, he's not. I know Frankie Edgar from back in the day. I mean, he fought Gray Maynard. He fought a bunch of people. Frankie Edgar's a tough mother effer, man. He's like old school tough guy. Like he'll just stand there and fight you in the street, and then you hit him in the face with a trash can, and he'll still kick your ass or something, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I remember him uh, liking to go toe to toe, but I don't remember what yeah, he he's, said. He's a bad Style dude. Discipline. And his ground and pound is nasty. Well, we'll see. We'll find out. Uh, it's gonna not gonna be a, a must see event, but uh, you know, let's be honest. It's uh, quarantine. What else you got going on? You might I was as well watch. Say, the real, the real fans, the real, the real fanatics watch anything anyway. I just want to see good fights, so I don't care. I don't care about names. I care about good fights, you know? I watch them all. I watch every fight, even yes, the prelims. Yeah, I, dude, I watch the smaller leagues. And that's the other thing. If you got stuff from other leagues, you, we don't only have to cover UFC. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. No, no, no. Else. Yeah, yeah. We we should go off into a Bellator uh, a little. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe some 1FC. I just became a free agent. <clears throat> I was about to start talking to Dana White. There's other stuff going on. And one one FC, so I mean, we could talk about anything. You know what I'm saying? I just know that UFC is is definitely the uh, elephant of the uh, the bunch. You know, they got yeah, what? Hey, man, they're the biggest, and they got the most money to play around with. You know, and they have the best talent, and they've proven that over and over again. Every time uh, a champion has gone over there from Bellator or one FC, they have been crushed. There is not one champion that has successfully made it over to the UFC and won the championship. Not one that I know of. You mean Cyborg did? Uh, Cyborg, well, she went to Bellator, but did she come from Bellator? I think UFC is where she started. No, that's not, dude, come on, man. UFC had to make a division for her. Oh, okay, well, I don't remember that. That was back when I wasn't paying attention. Um,. To uh, the UFC game, unfortunately, there's a few years where I just didn't have the time. <laughs> oh well. So yo, man, I uh, I do appreciate you honoring the bet. The intro was fire, and uh, this last event that it was good. Uh, this fight night, who knows if it's gonna be any good? But uh, the last card, just to wrap it up, was good, man. Um, I thought that the Stipe Cormier fight. It lived up to the hype, in my opinion. Um, it wasn't the most exciting fight, but it was. I think it defined things. I thought it was good that the fight was like that because it showed who won. It showed who the best was. And I thought that the Sean O'Malley fight was interesting. Hopefully he'll humble himself now. I doubt it, but, you know, we'll see. I, I think then, he would have won if not for that calf kick, but we did learn now that, that once again it's becoming more and more undeniable that the calf kick is the absolute most devastating and effective weapon in UFC right now. It is. I don't know if most. <laughs> you can't speak in absolutes like that. I mean, most? Nah. There's way better things than the calf kick, but the calf kick should be in everybody's arsenal. It should be something that you train to defend and something that you train to execute. I mean, you, know? you, you could argue that jab is more important, but you know what? How many fights uh, are you going to win by jabbing? But if you just go out and throw fights? calf kicks, yeah, you've got a chance. you got a chance. This is how chance. I know you don't know shit about striking, because <laughs> a jab, you can win a fight with a jab. You can dominate a fight. You can control a fight with a good stiff jab, man. With a good, fast, How about nice you? Jab. you are allowed to only use a jab, and I'm allowed to only use a calf kick. Let's see who wins. I'll fuck you up. I will, like, I will rip your legs apart, <laughs> son. <laughs> I will break your legs. Wait, wait, wait. Fight. This is the rule of the fight. You're only allowed to kick me in the calf, and I'm only allowed to jab you in the face? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You're, you, I'll knock you out. Dude, I'll I would destroy you. you. If, I, if, I'm just, if I'm allowed to just jab you in the face, oh, man. 
Oh man. Good yeah. luck. You're only, I'm only gonna need one calf kick and you're gonna drop like a rock, son. Is this, now, now hold on, is this the type of thing where we have to like get like tied to one another or like lock in a phone booth or something? Because otherwise nobody's gonna land any. Yeah, it's on- it's Kumite rules. Uh, we have uh, the the broken glass shards um, glued oh, to Christ. our uh, <laughs> our knuckles. <laughs> uh, I can't even imagine craft with you. Anyways, I'm out, man. This is like. I like that it was short and sweet, and we got right to the point. We should do that more. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for paying attention. We need to get some music. It's an outro music, an intro music. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get some for next episodes. Listen, get You're the Best Around by Joe Esposito. You're gay. That's the best. Dude, come on. It would be such a sick-ass theme song for us, bro. It it can't be copyrighted, though. Otherwise, there will be issues. Mmm, good point. Well, if it is, then see if we can find some sort of royalty-free shit. I don't know, but I agree we need some music. We'll work on it. We'll get some music for you, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry about it. It's coming. Work. Big things are coming to the coach and the casual. Hoo-ha. Hoo-ha. Have a good night, ladies and gentlemen. Later.